Kenny Dillingham thinks that there's five potential quarterbacks on this Arizona State Sun Devils roster right now. So let's take a look at all five on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, wherever you're getting your podcast, to hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update when we post new content and stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Let's hop into today's conversation. Kenny Dillingham is very excited about the quarterback competition that the Sun Devils currently have on the roster. There were previously four guys that I've mentioned pretty consistently, although Coach Dillingham mentioned a fifth guy who I can only assume is Bennett Meredith. So, On today's edition, we're going to be talking about the five quarterbacks on the roster, kind of breaking down what they all bring to the table and whatnot like that. And then we're going to be taking a look at what what the situation is going to look like moving forward for the future of the team. So let's go ahead and start off with the three quarterbacks that we don't know too much about right now. Those quarterbacks, of course, being Jacob Conover, Bennett Meredith, and Jaden Rashada. Taking a look, let's look at Jacob Conover first. So Conover is a former four-star quarterback when he was coming out of Chandler High School a few years back. He was the class of 2020. In his time with, uh, oh my goodness, Chandler, he threw for over 10,000 yards, 102 touchdowns to just 16 interceptions. He also ran for 560 yards and eight more touchdowns on the ground. It's not a coincidence. coincidence that he was a highly recruited player coming out of the program. He has pretty standard size at 6'1", 196. Not the biggest guy and definitely not the smallest guy in the world. When looking at Conover, he's going to be one of those guys that's a lot of projection because we just don't know what he is right now. And it's been a couple years since we got to see what he could do at the college level or at the at a, at a starting level. Since he got to BYU in his two seasons, he's thrown a combined 11 passes. He's completed five of them for 45 yards. That's it. And this past season, he only threw one pass. So it was hard for him to get onto the field because Jaron Hall was a very good quarterback for the Cougars. And those are things that just happened. But Conover decided that it was time for him to just move on and go to a new opportunity. He saw an opportunity to come home to the lovely state of Arizona and go to the lovely Arizona State University and compete for the quarterback job. And he, in my opinion, is someone that we shouldn't be sleeping on. I think that Conover could be a very like sneaky kind of player for the Sun Devils. I'm not necessarily saying he's a starter, but when spring ball rolls around, I think this is a guy who deserves some reps with the first team. I think that all of these quarterbacks should be getting reps with the first team. There's not a single guy on this roster right now that I look at and I'm like, yeah, I don't think anybody else should be getting those snaps. In, instead, I think that right now 
especially with a new head coach and a new offensive system entirely, Arizona State should be looking to see what they have with all of their options. That does involve J uh, Jacob Conover, who definitely is a good quarterback, has a little bit of rushing upside, nothing too crazy. Like I said, 560 yards in three seasons, 4.2 average, eight touchdowns. He does have a 100-yard game in his career. Nothing crazy, but, I mean, Arizona State wasn't too reliant on their running quarterbacks last year anyways. Emory Jones was the most productive running quarterback, and he was averaging less than four yards a carry. And overall, like, this isn't going to be a major need for the team. Like, yes, Bo Nix was a pretty good running quarterback last year for Oregon under Kenny Dillingham. I don't think that's a necessity because Bo Nix needed to be a much better passer than he was anything else, and he took that step forward. So that's one of the reasons why I like Conover is because I think the upside is there for him to just be a good thrower of the ball. Next, we'll look at Bennett Meredith, definitely the guy that we know the absolute least amount about. He just does not have a lot of experience whatsoever. Uh, going back to his college days in 2019, he completed 124 passes of 176 attempts for 1,734 yards and 19 touchdowns. That's about all that we have to work off of with uh, Meredith coming out of college out in Hoover, Alabama. So with how minuscule there is to look at Ben and Meredith, it's hard to really judge anything. He was a three-star quarterback. He was the number 70 quarterback in the 20, is it 2020 class? 2022 class. So yeah, he was a freshman, but he's, he's going to get an opportunity and he should get an opportunity because right now with Arizona state, they just need guys in the building that they can roll with and see what they have and what they don't have with these guys. So I think it is important for Meredith to get some opportunities. He's definitely the fifth quarterback right now on this roster. If that's even the one that uh, coach Dillingham's referring to, I feel like it is, but I could definitely be wrong. And if I'm wrong, please let me know. Finally, Jaden Rashada is obviously the freshman that's coming into the program. The highly regarded four-star, one-time five-star recruit, and the, the absolute centerpiece of this incoming recruiting class for Kenny Dillingham in his first year in the Valley. Looking at Rashada, he brings quite a bit to the table. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to spend a good amount of time talking about him. Rashada threw for just shy of 6,000 yards and 70 touchdowns as a, as a player for uh, Pittsburgh High School in California. He was really only a two-year starter, though, and in those two years, he threw over 5,200 yards and 59 of his 70 touchdown passes in that time frame. He also was a very dynamic quarterback. My apologies for the dog squeaking her toy in the background. Uh, he had run for 612 rushing yards and eight touchdowns in his two years as a starter for the team. Jaden Rashada definitely brings a lot to the table, both as a thrower of the football and as a runner. I got to look at a little bit of his tape, just the stuff I was able to find on YouTube. If you have a link, please let me know so I can take a look. He's got an arm. Dude has a very lively arm. There was a lot of times where he was able to make some really good throws down the field, lead his receivers in stride. It doesn't look like there's very many throws he can't make. I think this is a guy who can stretch the field, and this is a guy who's got the potential to make all the throws inside and outside the hashes, 20 yards down the field, five yards down the field, uh, underneath in the line of scrimmage, like in the middle, what, wherever. I think that Jaden Rashada has that potential 
to make every throw that you need him to make. I really like him and his potential to become a starter for Arizona State. He's going to come in and he's going to be one of the three bad, big bad dogs on the campus at the quarterback position with Borgay and Pine as the other guys that we'll talk about a little bit later. I look at Jaden Rashada, it's hard not to be enticed by the potential here. There is a lot of upside with Jaden Rashada, and he's definitely the future of the program, I would say. Borgay's only got this one last year before he's out of eligibility, unless he's got his COVID season, but I'm not 100% certain on that. And Drew Pine is a younger guy. He's going into his uh, junior season, and there will be some potential for him to continue. What was I going to say? Like continue to develop with Arizona state. But when you look at Jaden Rashada as a highly regarded quarterback recruit coming in with a brand new head coach, he's definitely the future short of drew pine or Trenton Borgay playing like Bo Nix this past year. I don't see any reason why Rashada is not the future. So this is why Rashada should get a really good opportunity in camp to get some first team reps, play with the top guys, Elijah Badger, Giovanni Sanders, Jalen Connors, all those guys get that opportunity to prove that he can be the number one quarterback for the team. He's definitely the guy down the road and in the future for the team. There's very little reason to try and not get him involved right now. So I think that this is definitely the time to see what you have at the quarterback position. And it starts with getting Jaden, Jaden Rashada some touches. I'm really excited to talk about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America. FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. And with Super Bowl 57 around the corner, they're not going to be shy on things to bet on. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, a special for, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Locked On is currently at the Senior Bowl. Get the inside analysis from hosts that covered the NFL's next generation in college and find out what NFL draft boards these players are climbing all in one location. Subscribe to Locked On NFL Draft and catch up on the shows that they put out from Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Check those out. There was some coverage on our boy Nesta Jade Silvera. Make sure that you're staying in the loop there. Let's go ahead and look at the quarterbacks that we do know a little bit more about. Let's start with Drew Pine. Drew Pine is a three-star quarterback out of college and a four-star transfer that Arizona State was able to land. This past season, he didn't start every game for Notre Dame, but when he took over, the Fighting Irish were a much better football team. In his time, he threw for just over 2,000 yards, 22 touchdowns to six interceptions, tallied on 108 rushing yards and two more touchdowns. He was definitely a transcendent option for them over Tyler Buckner, who was quite the liability at quarterback for them. With Drew Pine, Notre Dame went from being an 0-2 team to start the year to finish off as a 9-4 football team. They were just a lot better in more ways than one. 
the the way the offense was running felt a lot more efficient. The way they were able to throw the football felt better. Tight end Michael Mayer really caught fire to end the year with 809 yards and nine touchdowns at the tight end position. This was definitely an offense that benefited from a quarterback change and from Drew Pine taking over. So when I look at Pine, I look at the ability for Arizona State to get a guy who's been a proven starter, a a proven quality player who minimizes mistakes and is able to just take what the defense gives him. Doesn't have the biggest arm in the world. Definitely, probably, definitively not as good as Rashada, but he's still able to make the throws underneath and outside the hashes and whatnot. He's good enough is the basic thing here with Drew Pine. He's definitely not this number one overall pick quarterback. He looks like a quality player, though. For Arizona State, that's what they need right now. Arizona State doesn't need a future number one pick right now. I mean, they do, but what they need to get the ball rolling is just quality quarterback play. They don't need this Caleb Williams guy to instantly transcend them. Right now, what they need to do is just prove that they can get quality play out of whoever's at the quarterback position. Drew Pine is one of those guys that is able to do that for you. He was able to use his weapons. Like I said, he got the most out of, how did I already forget his name? Michael Mayer. He got the most out of him. He's going to be a first-round pick. He was able to help the ground game become a little more stabilized because teams respected the pass more. Audric Esteem and Logan Diggs were able to run for 920 yards and 820 yards, respectively, because the passing attack opened up more for Notre Dame to not be this this centric, one kind of... what I'm trying to think, like... Like, like this limited offense, essentially. They were able to do more. They were one-dimensional. That's the word I was looking for. They were able to expand their boundaries because Drew Pine brought a little bit of a threat as a passing quarterback for them. They were a much better team with him under center. So you look at what Drew Pine can bring to the board. He brings quality quarterback play. I'm just going to echo that. You give him Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers and the rest of the cast of receivers and tight ends and running backs at his disposal, Arizona State should be able to move the ball pretty efficiently. Arizona State should be able to put up points on the board pretty efficiently. Now, they're not going to be this 30 to 40 plus points per game kind of team, but I don't see any reason they can't be consistently 24, 25 points a game. I don't see any reason why Drew Pine can't be in the top half of the Pac-12 in terms of quarterback play. And that's with a very good like Pac-12 quarterback slate that's coming up. Like, I truly think that Drew Pine can be a very, very good quarterback. That's one of the reasons why Arizona State brought him in. That was one of Kenny Dillingham's prized possessions this offseason with everyone he brought in via the transfer portal and via recruiting class was Drew Pine. Drew Pine could be his Bo Nix. And I'm not saying that makes Drew Pine a Heisman candidate like Bo Nix was. But I'm saying that this is the guy that he can work with and get the most out of and potentially ascend him to be better by having an offense that's catered towards Drew Pine's strengths and understanding what his weaknesses are. That's where I stand with Drew Pine. I think that he's going to be a really good option for this team. I think that the potential is there for him to maybe be the starter. I won't peg him there for sure. But once again, this is definitely a guy that should be getting first team reps 
and get the opportunity to be the starting quarterback. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays not that long ago, and I know that my goal was to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me and you don't want to give up good taste but you want to eat healthy, then you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. They're so delicious. You won't think they're good for you. It's perfect for that New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, and more. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around for a box. For years, we've been talking about going and ordering your bars at Bilt.com. Now, you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Go to the pharmacy section and pick yourself up a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Get a great-tasting Built Bar wherever you are going for your choices. Built Bar. Once again, thank you guys for checking out Locked on Sun Devils. Make sure that you check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast with experts Isaac Shade, Andy Patton, and them bringing you everything that you need to know on and off the court here for big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Final quarterback that we're going to talk about is the guy that we're the most familiar with, and that's Trenton Bourget. I understand that Trenton Bourget isn't for everyone. I understand that Trenton Bourget definitely was not the greatest quarterback in the world last year. But what I will tell you is Arizona State's offense was night and day difference when Trenton Borgay was the starting quarterback for the team. Borgay took over and in a very short amount of time was able to get Arizona State over the hump and get them to at least be a competitive football team. In the time that he played, he led the team in completions and attempts, touchdown passes, was only sacked seven times, had a passer rating of 144.3, completed 71.1% of his passes. He was truly a difference maker when he took over. It it was such a dynamic offense with Emery Jones under center. When Trenton Bourget came in because Jones got injured, he took that job and they never looked back. They stuck with Bourget for the remainder of the season and reaped the benefits of it. That's when Jalen Conyers emerged. That's when Conyers came out of the woodworks as a guy who nobody knew to one of the best tight ends in the Pac-12. That's when Elijah Badger took off and became one of the premier receivers in the Pac-12. That's when Giovanni Sanders took off and became one of the best slot receivers that the Sun Devils have had in the last few seasons. Everything started to come together when Trenton Bourget took over. And keep in mind, this is with Sean Aguano as the play caller. They now have more play calling opportunities with Bo Baldwin as the offensive coordinator, Kenny Dillingham in the in the room as the head coach, and Sean Aguano still on staff. They're only going to get the best out of Borgay moving forward. That's the reason why, in my opinion, Borgay should go in at the top of the depth chart for this season. Maybe not. Let me let me change this season. I'm more talking about like spring ball and training camp right now. 
I'm not saying that week one, he needs to be the starter unless he absolutely proves it. I think right now, though, he needs to go in as your top guy. He's the most proven guy on the roster. He's got familiarity with Sean Aguano. He's got familiarity with his receivers and with some of his running backs. He's got familiarity with this team, what they're about, the culture, and everything like that. So I think that that's going to give Trenton Borgay an initial leg up in this competition. I'm not saying that this is going to be like the definitive make or break and that this is the reason why he is the number one quarterback and so on and so forth. But I do think that this is part of what's going to make Trenton Borgay stand out initially ahead of a Jacob Conover, ahead of a Trent or not a Trenton Borgay. We're talking about Trenton Borgay, ahead of a Bennett Meredith, ahead of a Jaden Rashada, ahead of a Drew Pine is because that there is some proven play here. He's very similar to Drew Pine in that he took over not not at the start of the season. He had to come in in the middle of the season and prove himself and prove his worth and turn what was an anamic offense with Notre Dame for Drew Pine and with Arizona State for Trenton Bourget and get them to be at least consistently able to move the football, put points up on the board, be respectable. They were, the Sun Devils were a different team when Trenton Bourget was under center in the best way possible. He's coming back. He's not entering the transfer portal. He is embracing the competition. And I think that this is potentially going to be a great season for Borgay. If he's going to be the full-time starter, I am manifesting a Jake Plummer senior season for him. I'm manifesting that Borgay ends up getting remembered fondly for Arizona State fans. And I'm hoping that whatever Borgay is able to accomplish this year, people will look back and be happy with what Borgay gave them. You know, obviously we didn't win a lot of games last year. We went three and nine, but we had two of those wins with Borgay under center. We beat a ranked Washington team. We were able to take down Colorado with Borgay under center. Sorry, I totally, totally blanked. You were able to play some really close games with Stanford and with UCLA in spite of the scoreboard and with U of A. Like they were just a much more competitive football team with Trenton Borgay under center. And that's the way that it needs to stay moving forward is having that competitiveness. And Borgay brings that edge for you. I don't know how Drew Pine is going to play in a new system. I don't know how Jaden Rashada is going to play as a true freshman. I don't know how Bennett Meredith and Jake Conover are going to look when they don't have a lot of time in college football throwing the football. But I do feel confident that Trenton Bourget can replicate what he did last year. Good play. Not great, not elite, not Heisman, but good. I trust that Bourget, if he is the week one starter, can be a quality player for you. Going in the training camp, though, to me, these are the five guys who should be in the thick of it for the competition. There's some great options for Arizona State to weigh out here for their quarterback competition and see what works, what doesn't work, who looks the best, who needs to be improved, all that stuff. There's a lot of great things in this quarterback room for Arizona State. Trenton Borgay is one of those great things. And that's where I'm going to leave this off. We're going to continue to talk about the quarterbacks. We're going to continue to talk about Jaden Rashada. We're going to look at all the position groups coming up. And we still have plenty of basketball to talk about as the season is coming to a wind. 
So wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update when we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sundables. Till next time, though, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sundables.